With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Get Real and Heal for Type A Women Executives and Entrepreneurs, where we discuss all things emotional healing and the relationships with yourself, your man, and your money. I'm your host, Jamila McMallow, wife, mother, certified cognitive behavioral therapy practitioner, mindset and relationship expert with over 20 years coaching and mentoring experience. I know that when you're the one that everyone else leans on, the leader and the trailblazer, it can be difficult to let your guard down, be vulnerable and tend to your own emotions. So I hope today's discussion will allow you a moment to experience a life-changing realization, perhaps even a transformation. So let's begin and get real and heal. All right. So we are talking about failure. Oh my goodness, failure. You know, (laughs) being a type A woman, right? That means being that go-getter, driven, ambitious, You're not a person who sits on the sidelines and waits to be asked. You do what needs to be done. You're that leader, that trailblazer. Everybody is looking to you, leaning on you. You're that one, right? The rock, the strong one, whatever. The point is, is when you are this way and you are constantly achieving, constantly performing at a high level, having a high standard for yourself of expectations, it can be extremely extremely devastating when things do not go the way that we have planned right now thankfully (laughs) this is something that I have you know when you step into the entrepreneurial space all you do is get slapped in the face with yourself and so these are all things that I've been able to you know, work through and it's like an onion, you know, you peel back some layers and then the next one comes up a little layer when you hit your upper limit. And really, whenever you hit an upper limit, it's an excellent sign because it means you're growing, right? It means you're growing. It means you're trying to move to your next level. So I want to share with you a little bit about my own failure, yours, <laughs> that I experienced and really what I learned from that. And and I And I want you, I hope that you're able to pick up you know, what I'm putting down and able to grasp the lessons, you know, from what I'm sharing with you today. So when I had my first business, um, I started in 20, uh, 2006. And we know that the economy went through a huge recession around that time. I wasn't really paying much attention to any of that. But when I had to close that business in 2010, I felt like a failure for the first time in my life. And I'm going to tell you why. I thought I had put my mind to it for four years and yet it never became profitable. 
And growing up, my parents had always told me, whatever you put your mind to, you can accomplish. And in school, academically, that had been true. Now, when I started this business, did I know anything about really starting a business? No. Did I know anything about mindset, limiting beliefs, how that affects success? No. Did I know about coaching? No. Nonetheless, I just believed that I was going to succeed, even though I didn't know that I had things inside of me that were going to be working against me. And on top of this business never becoming profitable, I made money, right? But you know, when your expenses exceed your, your revenue, you don't have a profit. And so while I was working this business, I even got a part-time job because my husband at the time, which was my first husband, you know, he, he begrudgingly supported me. You know, it wasn't really like, um, we were in it together. It was something that he just constantly put the pressure on for, to make more money. We need more money, 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 because he was a spender. And so it was always about me making money to pay for whatever, you know, that's a whole nother episode I did talking about that. But as I mentioned, I wasn't into personal development or any of those things at this time. So I didn't understand, you know, how I even unknowingly was sabotaging my own success by the things I thought, felt, and believed about money, about sales, etc. So anyway, I had to close that business. And like I said, that was like my first major blow. That was the first time in my life I ever really felt failure. Okay. So after I closed that, I ended up joining an MLM that had a mission that I really believed in, right? I got into the best shape of my life, helped a lot of women get healthy, and I even helped some make money as independent business owners. And, you know, it was a great feeling, but also a lot of work for not a lot of money. And it was a lot of attrition. You know, building a team, it just really felt like a revolving door. Uh, Again, not really necessarily understanding and grasping the full power of personal development of my own thinking of my own belief system. So I still hadn't fully embraced that. Okay. But then I ended up going through the end of my first marriage. Okay. And that divorce left me emotionally bankrupt. That felt like a huge failure. And through that, you know, when I say emotionally bankrupt, I mean like I didn't have anything to give. And if you've ever been in an MLM, you know that You're just giving all the time. You're giving to your team. You're giving to your customers. And so I lost my drive, you know, for that business that I had built. And I just really took time to heal. Now, I dabbled in it again after the birth of our second son. And, you know, with the same lame results, it wasn't really taking off. And I remember having a conversation with a friend about it. And she said to me, she said, maybe it's not you. Maybe it's the vehicle. And that's when it really clicked in my head. I said, I am the vehicle. See, all this time, I was trying to fit into somebody else's box, somebody else's compensation plan, somebody else's defined product line. Even with the business that I closed, you know, I was trying to sell a product that didn't even align with my real gifts and talents. See, what I came to realize is that I am the product, see. 
I have always possessed the unique ability to, you know, feel others' feelings, articulating really what they don't have words for. And in that, connecting with them and guiding and advising them from a place of deep understanding of where they are. I'm also organized and highly skilled at creating efficient systems for getting things done quickly Okay, and accurately, I like, I don't like wasting time. So from merging my God-given gifts, talents, and skills together, that's where my high-powered healing, accelerated healing, and belief shifting process was born, okay? And now that's when I, again, took that leap of faith back into entrepreneurship. But for the first time ever, the product and service was me. Now, like I said, The plunge into this business was from my personal development journey. That divorce thrust me into this personal development journey. And so was it really a failure? It could have been. I mean, that marriage ended. That was painful. That's not a happy thing. However, I chose to use that as a catalyst to create real change within myself and in my life. And through that process of healing from that divorce was born the beginning of the process that I take my clients through to this day. And I continued, but that was the beginning, right? And so the road has not been easy, right? Anybody that's an entrepreneur, you know, but I continue to create massive results and transformations in my clients' lives, as well as make more money, more than I ever did in my first business or in all my years in the MLN combined. Now, I share this with you to say that what has helped me to find entrepreneurial success in my coaching practice is first, I'm playing into my gifts. Second, and most importantly though, is because of my own personal journey with God and commitment to my own personal development. I continue to stay coachable and open to growing by hiring phenomenal coaches and mentors to guide and support me along the way. And, you know, had I not experienced these so-called failures, then I wouldn't be experiencing the winning or the success that I'm able to have now, which feels so good. I am not pushing somebody else's product. I am not pushing somebody else's agenda. I am leading with my God-given talents and abilities and helping women in the way that I was put here to do. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? How good that feels and how there is no limit on what I can do within this. That's my belief. Do you hear how that has shifted and changed from where I was before? Okay. So if you want to understand how to move through failure and really learn how to embody success and start creating real change in your life and business, I'm going to give you some tips. And you may have even heard these in a previous episode. Well, a few of them anyway, because I I tailored them just specifically for this topic. But one, you got to strengthen your relationship and faith in God. Two, you got to get serious about your personal development and mindset. This is so big. I cannot emphasize it enough. You've got to heal your childhood trauma. It is the root of all your self-doubt, overthinking, your money blocks, all of it, okay? Then you got to get clear on what you want and give yourself permission to have it. You have to have a vision. If you cannot see it, you cannot have it. If you don't know where you're going, then you're driving nowhere, okay? Okay? 
And you got to take radical responsibility for every aspect of your life. Again, no victim mentalities here. Then you have to develop real trust and belief in yourself that you can create results. And then, yes, you must find the coach or mentor who has been there, who can show you the way, who believes in you, and then hire them or rehire them. Sometimes we find people that um, have helped us and we've gotten results and then we stop working with them. And then we find our lives kind of sinking back into where we were before and we don't understand why we don't, why we lost the momentum. Well, we lost the momentum because we're not being fully supported. We don't feel properly resourced and supported emotionally and holistically, okay? And I know that's the kind of support I provide to my clients and that's the type of support I seek from my coaches and mentors. And so you need that support, okay? So moving through failure requires you to look at it as you could sit down in it for sure or you can use it as a catalyst to create real change and real results in your life going forward. And I hope that these tips were helpful to you. I hope that you got the lessons from my story and I hope that you found this motivating today. That's all I got for you. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Be sure to visit coachjamila.com where you'll find the links to connect with me on social media and more information on my private bespoke coaching for type A high-performing women executives and entrepreneurs.